And now, Sporky's Poetry Corner. I made my song a Digimon, covered with crests, out of digital mythologies, from hand to claw, but the tamers caught it, wore it in the digital world's eyes, as though they'd wrought it. Song, let them take it, for there's more Digimon in walking naked. Thank you. That's what you do, right? You, you snap instead of clap? I, I think so. And, you know, I, I <laughs> it doesn't matter. In any event, Garrett, I'm waiting on you to say the line. Oh. All right. Ready to go? I'm ready. Ready? Let's go. The Digi-volution is up and running. Did you see? Did you hear? Did you know it was coming? Our Digi-destiny, it starts today. Let me hear you say Digimon. Digimon, digital monsters. Digimon are the champions. Digimon, digital monsters. Digimon are the champions. Digimon. Digimon. Hi, welcome to going digital colon a soundtrack review podcast. I'm Sporky. I'm Shin Garrett. And I'm Alex. Hi, Alex. Hello. We brought you back. Yes. Like a ghost. Back from the dead. To talk about a digital monster soundtrack. Yes. Because this week, we are talking about the Digimon movie soundtrack. What is it actually called officially? Music from the motion picture Digimon the movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good name. That good is title. the best. Out- I, I just saw that that was the title right now. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a CD that I owned as a child. Very nice. And I still have the case for it somewhere. That's pretty cool. You should, uh, if you can find the like the inside of the jewel case, you should take a picture of it, and that should be the. The episode art. Um, I don't know. This seems like it would just be a black inset. It's not actually. It's got a. It's got some stuff. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's got some liner notes. <laughs> oh, dear! I didn't come across that in my research. Um, um, as the one I remember from from when I was a kid was that Gabumon is talking about. Wouldn't it be cool if there were just like five hidden tracks? Because there are. Yeah. So. I don't think they understood how CDs work. And you can tell the number of tracks on a CD. Yeah. So just yeah. not listing five tracks after the last song and putting a minute of silence between them isn't the best idea. <laughs> there, are, Yeah, I mean, they've done hidden tracks multiple ways throughout the years. Yeah, the, I mean, the one that I'm familiar with most of the time is that, like, the last track will actually just be two songs. Well, yeah... Although the that gets really annoying when you're ripping stuff because then, yes it does and then I have to manually change it because then it's like oh great it's that song I like and then five minutes and then a demo version of an earlier song that's Woo! great yeah <laughs> yeah uh, there's I know there's one you can do where like if you press back one track on the first track of the CD it'll show up I remember I had one that did that at oh some that's point. pretty awesome that's super dope. Yeah. But who knows what kind of dark magic they wove to do that. 
Yeah, that's that's pretty. I mean, I guess it'd probably just be in there as track zero. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that would make sense. But still, it's it's pretty cool. That's way more clever than a minute of silence. Yes. Yep. So yeah, you just get a minute of silence after. Uh, here, we, here go. we go. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely here we go. As I click it open right now and just scrub through that that silence. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, How should we do this? Should we kind of just go through in track order and then and then fight to the death list these from best to worst? That sounds good. Yeah, okay, sure. I definitely know all of these songs. You totally know, <laughs> you know all of them. Probably most of them. Uh yeah. There are there are a few that have kind of Tefloned off my brain, but That's fair. Is uh, the Digirap one of them? Oh no, I remember that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I definitely remember that. Because that's how this album opens. Yeah. I think it's a strong opening. I agree. <laughs> um yeah, a good little background to note here is that uh, the song uh, was done by Paul Gordon, who did a lot of the original music for uh, Digimon, also some other people, but mm-hmm. he's generally considered to be the mastermind behind it. Um, he's notable for recording many children's television theme songs in the 2000s and all of that. Uh, he was also uh, in the B-52s from 2007 until 2016 when he died suddenly at the age of 50-something. So uh, so are we thinking he was MC Peapod? No, I think that's a different guy. <laughs> okay. I wonder if um, it's this Josh Bear who is listed as the other performer that does not have a Wikipedia page. I think that probably is. Okay. In any event, um, in the in the movie itself, the the rap is credited to an MCP pod, and that's the only thing that that person ever was credited with. I assume because they were ashamed. Well, I mean, if I were a rapper and I did the digi rap, I would use a fake name so it couldn't be traced back to me. <laughs> exactly. I, I would definitely do that. Uh, yeah, oh, and then Paul Gordon was also in a band called The New Radicals, which was how he got his start, and I've never heard of them. Uh, nope. And they had one album, and they were active from 1997 to 1999. And huh. I don't care, because they don't seem... I, I don't think I would want to listen to the <laughs> the album of a man who then went on to make his career in children's television. <laughs> you know, songs. There's, there's worse things to do. Oh, yeah, no, I would take that job in a heartbeat. I just don't know that it comes up with a lot of really amazing music most of the time. This, however, was obviously an exception. I don't know, man. His 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 Power Rangers music work is pretty up there too. Well, I'll take your word for it. As as one should, probably. Probably not. Don't do that. <laughs> so yeah, so so then after that. Somebody once told me the next track is All Star. Yep. Uh, yeah. do, do we know how how the songs are used in the movie? Because I didn't watch the movie because I'm not going to watch the movie. <laughs> that's fair. It's a fair answer. Yeah. That's yeah. And I'm just curious how they managed to weave all of these songs together to create. They a didn't kind of a... weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. There are some that just aren't in the movie. That's true. But, yeah, that's normal. I think I think All Star is actually one of them. I just wanted to know which Digimon was the All Star. They're they're all All Stars. It's Vimon. 
Ah, they're all the stars. Ah, you see, that's clever. That's uh, double meaning. Yeah. Who is the all-star? It is all of the stars. Yes. And they're all the stars because they star in the Digimon movie. Of course. Exactly. Which, again, is a solid choice. All-star. See, see, people remember all-star from from Shrek. Is that where they remember it from? Yeah. Shrek and then... And then Mystery Man. The year 2000, like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was just okay. So, uh, so Smash Mouth would like me to make it clear that they were at the top of the charts before Shrek came out. Right, right. I mean, that makes sense. The, they the had most, a Twitter like, meltdown explaining this. No, and reasonably speaking, they would not have featured the song so prominently in Shrek if it were not already popular. That's like, true. If you were DreamWorks, you know. Like, oh, I know. For this big musical scene, let's take a song no one knows. No. I mean, this isn't like Disney. That's legitimately what what they did with this movie, where I have literally only ever heard of uh, the Rockefeller Skank in 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 this movie. Also, it's a really bad song. Yes, but so d- didn't Smash Mouth also do "I'm a Believer," which was really the real hit of Shrek? Well, that was a cover of a monkey song. Okay, but I believe they did it. Yes. Well then. Yeah, they did cover it for Shrek. Okay. okay. I think it was for Shrek. I, I'm not a Shrek expert. It was definitely <laughs> in Shrek. <laughs> I, I assume that it was for the movie. I don't know about that. Yeah. It's um, probably fine. It could have also just been a B-side that they were like, hey, this will work. Yeah, that could be. But uh, we're not here to talk about Shrek. We're here no. to talk about different digital monsters. No, no. <laughs> we're here to talk about Smile, Sweet. Sister, sadistic, Shrek. <laughs> oh, yeah, someone did that meme. That's, that's I mean, a of meme they did. from a thing. That, As I understand that, it, that's the best thing about that show. Yeah, that's probably true. And we can all agree, the Rockefeller Skank short edit is pretty, is pretty bad. <sighs> yeah. Alex, do you have any opinions on Rockefeller Skank? I... No, I don't know if it's a song. Oh, okay, go go to YouTube. Look up this song real, real fast. You only need like the first song. thirty seconds. It's the same I, song. I, I assumed that I knew it uh, because I've heard the name because it's an odd name for a song. So it's just kind of right about now. The, the Funk, Funk Soul, Soul brother. brother. Check, Check it, it out now. now. The, the Funk, Funk Soul, Soul brother. brother. That's the whole song. Yeah. All right. Ah, yes. Is Fatboy Slim a band I should ever have heard of? Because this is my only impression of them. And it's really bad. Have you ever seen that video, that music video, where they did it with Christopher Walken for that one song? No. <laughs> I've seen that. That's the one thing I know about them that isn't from the Digimon movie. Ah, Weapon I... of Choice is the name yes. of the song. Because that happens to be the up next on YouTube. And it's Christopher Walken walking on a wall. Which is what happens in that video. Why yep. is it not walking in a winter wonderland? Good question. Well, I mean, why the question of why he hasn't done that is... <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all I'm saying. Um, I guess the stars just haven't been right yet, because I'm sure he would do it. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, so, so Rockefeller Skank is just kind of bad, and then they use it in a really weird place in the movie itself. 
because um, there's just this weird little montage of Koromon running around their bedroom to that song. Mm. Well, it has quite the propelling dance beat. I'll say that about the 30 seconds I heard there. Um, That's fair. fair. I've I've gained a little bit of appreciation for dance music in the last, like, six months since I've been toying around with electronic music recording. I did not like it before. But when you're actually making the beats, it's interesting, as opposed to when you listen to them. I didn't know that. And they're all exactly the same. (laughs) Yeah. But they don't feel the same when you're making them. That's fair. Uh, let's see. So After following that, that, we have Kids in America by Len. As covered by Len. Yes. Yeah, as covered by. Yeah. Kids in America, of course, was a uh, 1981 pop hit by Kate Wilde, I think. That sounds right. Yep. Um, this was a recording done in 2000 for the mm-hmm. movie. And uh, it was bad. Amusingly, uh, the song Kids in America... Uh, Written by British people, sung by British people originally. Yeah. When they use it in the movie, it's about kids in Japan. Right. Um, Even though so, you later know, in the movie, those same kids are in America. So you'd, you'd think that they were not being true to the song because these aren't really the kids in America. But actually, they're just replicating the kind of the uh, the cross-cultural-ness of the original song with it being a British song about kids in America. Now it's covered by, I presume, Americans. I don't know what Len is. Canadians. Um, Canadians. You remember that song, Steal My Sunshine? That's them. No, I don't. Um, I should mention that I, the genre of music that this album is, is a genre about which I know nothing. Perfect. Like, I was listening to either heavy metal or like weird indie stuff at this point. Um, while all of the, you know, popular kids and cool kids and <laughs> Stuff we're listening to Smash Mouth because that's what cool kids listen to. <laughs> um, they were all obviously watching the Digimon movie on repeat. I mean, like, I'm not saying what I listened to then was cool because it wasn't. There was a lot of really bad metal. Um, yeah. But I knew this wasn't cool. That's fair. <laughs> um, um, so just like the whole pop punk scene uh, is so over my head. I, I haven't yeah. heard of any of this. But, um, but when you're looking out a dirty old window... And down below, the cars on the street go rushing by. Do you sit there alone? Yeah, I actually don't hate the lyrics in this song. Yeah, they're, they're fine. I, I think the song, in terms of composition, is pretty fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember it from the weird promotion that they did on TV, where they had where they showed that music video on Fox Kids all of the times. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. As you know, there's a lot of things weird about Digimon in the Fox Kids realm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do we have anything else on that one before we move on to Hey Digimon? No. Um, I, I no. think Kids in America is. I think it's a fine cover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's reasonable. I think the argument against using it in a soundtrack is that it's very non additive in terms of thematic and emotional resonance. I I don't know how it would be used in the movie, but it's not a song that says an awful lot about anything that could be happening in a movie about digital monsters. Right, so it's perfect for the movie. Uh, Yeah, no, it is not used to great effect. I mean, although that is really a criticism that 
I can level against most of the songs here that don't have the word Digimon in the name. <laughs> That's true. Speaking of which, uh, yeah. I, I may, we may need to have you record a cover of Hey Digimon for us sometime. Just I did record a cover of Hey Digimon. I, I, I'm pretty sure we have a cover of Hey Digimon already. Oh, okay. I don't remember it anymore. But I went real fair. weird with that one. Okay. L- I, let me double check like my folder. <laughs> if you don't have it, I have it. I definitely remember doing this one. Okay. Uh, yes, I don't hate Digimon really bad. I, I don't hate this song. I um. Well, no, I hate. <laughs> okay. I. I it. <laughs> but it's not yeah, good. It's. The lyrics. It's, there's a very the kind of pure, pure, like fifth grader writing a guitar pop songness to it that I kind of like a lot. That's um, true. Uh, I, something about, you know, just those bouncy major chords and uh, <laughs> saying hey to all the Digimon. Um, and then I love the little breakdowns where they talk about how they digivolve. That's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, you know, those are some song lyrics. Like, if I could get paid to write song lyrics about how, <laughs> like... Everyone knows when things go wrong. <laughs> that's when the Digimon is going to be strong. Of course. <laughs> yeah, that's... Like, so to be bad. paid to write that song must have felt so good. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, it's so weird that they use this song in, like, at least two out of three episodes of, of the dub. It's It's really quite used a lot in Adventure. No, I mean, it it fits any situation. That's true. It's like their one battle song. That there are Digimon on the screen. As long as there are Digimon on the screen, it is (laughs) totally appropriate to say, hey, Digimon. They they like to use it a lot during the battles, where it feels really dissonant. That's a bold choice. Because you would think that you would want something that indicated conflict somehow. (laughs) Right. Instead of just, hey, everything is awesome. As opposed to kind of just jumping happily. Exactly. Uh, I guess they probably didn't want the show to be too scary. I think that's the idea. And this show just probably would have been fine, but whatever. Uh, Let's see. One week. One week is really strong. One week is really strong. It's... This, I think, is one of the more confusing includes on the soundtrack. So it actually is played in the movie and isn't used all that incorrectly. Yeah. Because it, it's played over so when it's showing a... super mad about... Yes. Yeah. It's played over Ties and Sora's little love tiff. Okay, well, it, that makes sense. Yeah, like kind it, of. it works fine. Um, although... It's a little weird that the song does have that lyric about finding Sailor Moon attractive and then it's used in an anime for children. I think they skipped that one. I would have skipped that, yes. <laughs> no, it's definitely in there. Um I, I just the the song's lyrics are so specific. They really are, and I, I think I know most of them, but yeah, Sailor Moon has got the boom anime pages that make me think the wrong thing. It's really weird to use in a 
in a children's thing. But they yeah. did. And then uh, it, it's it's a it's a weird song. Um, I think lyrically it has its moments. It also has many moments that cancel out those moments. That's fair. Um, uh, it's still one of the stronger additions on, on the album. Yeah, this overall. is. Yeah, no, this is top top few, definitely. Yeah. Um, like I listened to it way too much, probably. Uh, yeah, as a too. child and as now. Yeah, sometimes I'll just throw this album on. I've only ever listened to this song. Like of my own volition when I was recording the cover of it. Okay, that's, that's fair. fair. Um, and I appreciated some stuff about it. They um, like uh, there's there's one there's one verse I think is okay. <laughs> there is this one verse. <laughs> I, I musically I think it's actually quite good. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's a good. Yeah. Uh, like the composition of the song, I don't have any problems with at all. I... The the lyrics are, are get. Do get really weirdly specific. Also, the thing about the X Files, yeah. which is still culturally relevant. Yeah, I mean, it just loses me with stuff about like Chickadee China, the Chinese chicken. That's fair. Um, yep, I can see that. Because what is that? I mean, I presume it's some kind of chicken takeout place. Yeah, um, probably, yeah. And I think it's you know that's perfectly reasonable to write a song about. You know, write what you know, and I I like that. I like kind of the. The fact that this song feels like it was written by a human rather than, like, a human writing a song for themselves rather than a, a, by, you know. A committee. A committee hired to write songs about digital monsters. Compared right. to, like, the, this really, this the fact that this is next to Hey Digimon on the soundtrack really. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of mind-blowing. Yeah. It gives it some just, bonus points, I think, because you're coming from Hey Digimon to this. Right. It's like, oh, wow, this sounds like it was written by a guy who has ideas and feelings. Um, maybe, you know, could have done a second pass on the lyrics and cleaned up some of that a little bit, but, you know, it's, there's integrity of (laughs) some degree here. Also, a little (laughs) breakdown in the middle, just, uh, between verses. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so I think that's about all I have to say about one week. So Mm. now we move on to Sky. Right. Um... This is the only band on the album that I have owned an album by. Nice. Okay. Uh, when I was like 15 or something, I had their album Jackknife to a Swan, I think. Did it have this song on it? No, this was their big hit. Um, I think it was a single. Yeah. Like, this was their kind of breakthrough song that um, people really got into. The album I had was a later one, which is a- it's actually a pretty solid album. I still think it holds up. Um, this song, uh, you know, it's, it's a weird song in that I don't really know what it's about. That's fair. (laughs) Uh, it seems to be about people having problems sometimes. Yeah. And it's a, it's a nothing song lyrically, really. I thought it was about knocking on wood. Um, so some of the lyrics to it, I think, are just kind of straight up stupid. How uh, dare you? Me. 
particularly when it, uh, right at the end where he's like, uh, you know, I've, I've never been through this, but I, if I, if I think if I were to be tested, I would pass, but I'm afraid I wouldn't, cause I'm like, God, God, so you're basically just complaining that you've never had any problems in your goddamn life. I mean, it sounds like having existential dread about being put up against an impossible situation and then having to do something. Sure, sure. But yeah, the song's whole thesis is I've never had anything bad happen in my life. Yeah. um, And that fills me with dread because what if someday I have to do something? Well, I I I think that's a reasonable fear. Like, you know, like if you've had a fairly easy life, which is a big if, obviously, but if you have, then I think the fear of having actual problems and not being able to handle it because you've never been able to before, it's a reasonable fear. Um, It also does make you sound like an asshole. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Definitely makes you sound like a jerk, but... And I think I think that's kind of part of what I like about the song, is that it's, it's taking a perspective that uh, is a little bit unpopular, you know, just like... You know, compare this to, like, your standard, like, blues man song of, like, you know, my life is awful. God, everything is awful. I have to pay the bills. My wife left me. This is awful. And this is, nah, you know, it hasn't been so bad, but God, if it gets bad, I'm so fucked. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I can see that. Um... But it, 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 it's still a very fluffy nothing song, and I think the lyrics are really more there just to kind of fill... That's pretty true. Um, that and I, I've never had anything bad happen to me, but I have a black friend. So, so that's the same, right? Not quite. Mm. It's, it, it's a little better. Uh, yeah, like musically, it's a good song. Also, yeah. the, the Mighty Mighty Boss Twins are a racially mixed band, so that's good. Oh. That's one of the things about Ska that's cool, and that's one of the ways you can tell old Ska from new Ska is that old Ska has black people and white people in the band. New Ska is just white people. Mm. But but isn't isn't Mighty Vastone's third wave Ska? Yes, but I like them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they're better. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> um, it's, it's all, not to say there are no third wave Ska bands with, you know, black people in them. There are. They're just less common. Yes. Like, um, like say, you know, less than Jake. Oh, what a segue that is. Well done. I mean, I can't say that I've ever seen the band members of less than Jake, but I would be very surprised if there was anyone who wasn't 100% white in this. I am looking at their picture, and that appears to be correct. Yeah. Wow. They look really... (laughs) I love the picture on their Wikipedia page. It's just a guy with a shirt wearing cargo pants standing in the background (laughs) with a giant beard and like long curly hair and a backwards baseball cap Uh uh-huh that sounds like 100 on brand i mean that's definitely kind of amazing he's just standing there it's really my impression of what a guy in a ska band looks like i don't know if he's in the band (laughs) 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 i really can't tell yeah, I mean, he doesn't have an instrument. He's not he doesn't next have an to a microphone. He might just be standing there. But yeah, like there are five other guys playing instruments and singing and stuff. He's just there. <laughs> I I guess it's like you know how you have a hype man in, in your hip hop groups who you know gets the crowd all moving and you know yells exciting stuff and dances. 
Um, okay. This, yeah. And he's just a you know a guy with a backwards baseball cap and cargo pants who stands behind uh, less than Jake. <laughs> okay. Oh God, I'm, I'm scrolling down to the the other picture on Wikipedia. There's an other picture on Wikipedia. There. Are. Yeah, it's about two thirds oh. of the way down the page. Oh, of the, them the just House in of a bar. Blues. Yeah. Oh, oh, the third picture. Yeah. The one where they look like the world's largest douchebags. Yeah. So, thing to note about about this specific cut of this song in the hit song from the motion picture Digimon the movie is that they cut out the first verse. Well, they cut out the spoken word part, speaking about the drugs and the alcohol, As which is did. probably a good choice. I wasn't surprised they could also cut it out on the album. It made sense in the movie, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they probably don't want to have kids listen about drugs and alcohol and sex in, in, in their movie soundtrack. This is such a PG song, though. It's like the point of the song is like, get along with everybody. <laughs> yeah, but and, the- hey, we're all different. Uh, I, I know this Christian girl. Yeah, the, there's just so, that weird spoken word just that opening one, that, that yeah, messes it up. Drugs. Yeah. I really don't like this song. Nah. I'm kind of into it, but I like I like trash pop pop punk. So, I I I mean, my issue with pop punk is that punk was always pop. You didn't need to make it more pop. Like, okay, yes, there was a splinter off in the '80s into hardcore, but '70s punk was hundred percent pop. You, yeah, you didn't that's ne- true. You didn't need to like. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you're acting like you're doing something new, but you're just doing something old but less good. Um, but my issue with this song is, well, first of all, the lyrics don't scan at all. Like, if you look yeah. at the lyrics, it's just like, I wrote these down and then I smashed them into the song that I wrote. <laughs> yep. Just like, uh, uh, it's like if you write a poem badly, a free verse poem badly in high school, and then give it to your friend's band, and then they tried to sing a song about it, and it... Like, I think that no, might just be exactly what happened. You just write the song lyrics. You write you write the music, and then you make the lyrics go with the music, and you do them together at the same time, and that's how you write... Well, I mean, it, okay, you don't have to do it that way, but you do. You know, you... Yeah. There needs to be a little bit more work put into making lyrics fit music. And that's fair. also... All of my best friends are metalheads. That's a little weird, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, like, if it's a song about having friends of like, like, be, not having things in common with all your friends, it's kind of weird that everyone that you're close friends with is into metal. So, like, I think maybe it's just like how the Juggalos are a weirdly diverse group. Okay, maybe, and they're yeah. all friends with less than Jake. Not yeah. that they're metalheads, but <laughs> actually, they can't be because. They're not metalheads, ergo. They can't be best friends with less than Jake. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was saying about how metal, weird it is. Yeah, it, it just it, doesn't make It a also sense. means that, I guess, that the members of less than Jake aren't friends with each other. <laughs> that uh, seems it, fair. The, the qualifier all, just in terms of, like, logical, like, parsing this <laughs> logically, makes this yeah. a very weird logical statement. 
We'll see, but you have you to can, look at the you have to look at the next part of it where it says best. So it's so you can have other friends. Mm. They just can't be best friends. Still makes it weird though. Yeah. Yeah. Not as weird. All my friends are metalheads would be weirder. Yes. That's true. But also there's this implication that, oh, you're not a metalhead, but you're not my best friend, which is Yeah, that's I mean, that sounds Come a on, lot Jake. like the members of less than Jake. <laughs> yeah, I mean Be more than Jake. Jake would never do that. That's why you're less than him. Jake is nice to all of his friends and doesn't rank them. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think that's all I have to say about that song. Pretty much. I have nothing else to say about that song. Okay. What if we run around it and talk about run around? Hey. Did it segue. Runaround's pretty good for for one of the Digimon insert songs. Yeah, I'm into Runaround. This is one of the ones I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it's about it's how used... you run around, then I run around, and we all do a run, run, run around. Hmm. It's the battle song they use in the second season, and ah. is better. Well, according to Wikipedia, the band is. Alternative metal, progressive rock, post-hardcore, post-grunge, and alternative rock. Can <laughs> <laughs> you how be all, be of, all those of those things? Uh, because music genres are dumb. Post-grunge <laughs> is a little trick I use. If so, if that's listed as a band's genre, usually means they're not great. That's fair. That's just fair. like that. That's one of those little like. Usually genres are just completely meaningless, but that one usually not always there are some notable exceptions but usually when that shows up on a band's wikipedia it means okay you don't need what does it mean to be post grunge um okay well post grunge was basically something created by the record labels when they saw how popular nirvana was but they were scared of nirvana ah so those were the bands that record labels picked that were like nirvana but more easily controllable and more corporate Oh man, all you have to do is just read like the example bands that they get for post crunch and it all makes sense. Oh, I didn't realize that was a link. Because it just links Nickelback, Creed, and Matchbox 20 in the same sentence. Oh, yep. so it's so it's it's just music that's bad. I got it. Yeah, that's <laughs> It's one of those it's it's one of the few times that I think a genre can be very useful. <laughs> <laughs> to, to know that it's bad. Yeah, just like, oh, okay, post-grunge, I can stop listening to what you're saying. Okay. Uh, but Runaround is actually kind of okay. Um, Runaround is good for a Digimon insert song. Yeah. It might be It might be one of the best. Like, top three, probably. That's probably fair, but we'll get to the rankings after we that's, finish going through these songs. I don't actually have anything else to say about Runaround. No, it's, it's just there, kind of like... And it's fine. It's like this is the O2 song. Mm-hmm. Um, next is is nowhere near. Summer camp. This this <laughs> might be my favorite on the album, and it's so bad. Like, but so like, but then they keep referencing summer camp, and we are unsure if it's to the <laughs> band or if it's to the fact that they went to summer camp that one time. I think it's that they went to summer camp that one time. I like to believe it's the other instead. However, I love that uh, if you go to the summer camp Wikipedia page, like, one of the three things they're notable for is that they were in the Digimon the movie soundtrack. 
And I find that adorable. Yeah, I mean, that the way that the intro to this Wikipedia page is written, it looks to me like this was just put together by like 10 different people, one of whom was just going through and, re- and adding references to... um. Did you mind the movie? <laughs> yeah, just like, well, I got to make sure that, uh, th- like, this is a thing you see on Wikipedia with soundtracks um, and bands is that if their song appeared on, like, some TV show or something, someone who was a fan of that TV show made sure to go into all of the bands who have appeared on its various pages and mention the fact that they were on that TV show. That's fair. I feel like you couldn't get away with that, especially have it, like, stay there with the bare naked ladies. No, you couldn't. With, with Yeah, like... When you see that stuff staying there, that's a good indicator that <laughs> they're just not that popular. No one is really maintaining the page. I mean, yeah. but additionally, their songs Play It By Ear and Happy were featured in Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode Crush. I should check that out because I don't remember that episode. Uh, it's... It's okay. okay. It's in season five. Yeah. Was, was Buffy um, still good in season five? Yeah. No, five was everyone likes. No, five. yeah, five was okay. It was like six where they really fucked up. Uh, six is actually my favorite season, but that's an unpopular opinion. Oh, maybe I'm just remembering wrong. No, a lot of people hate six. I like okay. six a lot. Seven is where actually the first half of seven is really good, and then seven is the one where they get canceled, right? Seven. It, yeah, seven is it, it explodes halfway through, and they have like two seasons worth of plot that they need to get through and very fast there's just all kinds of massive writing problems it's really embarrassing i think the main thing i remember about buffy is her randomly having a little sister and no one knows why for most of the season that's season five okay yeah Yeah, that's that one was fine yeah and i mean i we're not here to talk about buffy i could go on for ages about it (laughs) if you if you want to we can make a buffy rewatch podcast Oh, yeah, along with the other 18 Buffy Rewatch podcasts. Right. Are there 18 other ones? There are so many. And so few of them have anything. We can call it going foot fetish. It should be fine. (laughs) Is is that a thing in Buffy? It's a Joss Whedon thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so so Spill is the next song on the soundtrack, and it's pretty garbage. Yeah, it might be tied for worst. Spills spills garbage. Oh my god, they're from Chicago. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You're gonna have to track them down and tell them their song is bad. Oh my god. Wait, wait. How how far Villa Park? Where the fuck is Villa Park? <laughs> Hang on. I'm, uh, I'm triangulating no, uh, this. Is this one of the songs you remember, Alex? No. <laughs> okay. I, I I think I listened to this at one point, but I Yeah. I didn't uh, if I were to like drive it. to Villa Park, how far would it? Okay, I don't know. Fucking ask Suey. Fun the, the, thing about this band is, um, on their Wikipedia page because we're just reading the band's Wikipedia pages. Because yeah, I'm, I mean, of course we are. Well, what? Like, I'm not. That's what we got. Yeah, it's, it's not, I'm not going to their websites. It's not like a band's website has ever had anything useful on it. They don't even have their website listed. Oh, hey, they toured with Goldfinger though. Well, I what I like is their list of under touring. It says show off toured with several acts, including but not limited to. <laughs> and like I went through the list and I could recognize. I love that the sources at the bottom of this page includes the MySpace. Oh my god, is that still active? 
Need a, oh, nope, page not found. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised MySpace still exists. Neither does their MTV artist profile page. Yeah. That doesn't work. Uh, their all music page. Um, I didn't know that they started so close to me. Also, they're they're active again. Huh, I think all of these sources are offline. Uh, the all music one is still there. Okay. Um, which just gives a very dispassionate and brief auto, like biography of the band. Uh, yeah, I was just trying to get over the fact oh. that they, that they started so close to me. Yeah. And uh, the the reason that they're on this album is because they were signed to the same label the album was on. Ah. Uh, yes, yeah, so spill is spill is just bad. Yeah. Oh, just a little piece of research I did about this. The album was released on the Maverick record label, which was a record label uh, that Madonna did. Huh. Uh, with Time Warner and some other people, and it they don't seem very interesting. No. Except that Madonna got a surprising amount of the money. Okay, that makes sense. Good for her. Six. Like the only thing I really remember about Madonna is that she's not that interesting. People like her. Yeah, people. People like Madonna. Yeah. I'm. I. I don't know. I'm ambivalent. Yeah, I don't care. I. People. I. I don't understand how she. She must do. She, there must be something interesting, right? <laughs> can't just. I, she I she mean, can't just. She's. She's like. What if Cher was less interesting? Yeah, Cher's weird. Shots fired. Uh, Madonna is less interesting than Cher. I mean, that's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I don't have opinions on music and artists and stuff. Except that Ska is good. No, no, like, I, I like, like, these two songs. Oh, okay. I like the songs that are on the soundtrack. And then pop punk. Okay. I like Ska a lot. Second wave, though. I never seek it out, but I always enjoy it when I do. Yeah. Uh, if anyone wants a... My favorite uh, ska band is The Specials. Uh, if anyone wants to look them up, it's a recommendation. I think they're quite good. All right. All right. Um, I will possibly do that after this. Because I want to know. Yeah. Um, unless someone has, someone has anything more on, on show off and... Why they should stop showing off? Because yeah, it's a ter- like it's a band name that makes you not like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and as opposed to Summer good. Camp, which is a band name which just makes people kind of confused about what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's. I fair. was at the Summer Camp show. Wait, so like a, a talent show? No, they, it's a band. So the they, the kids at the camp have a band? <laughs> no, the band is uh. called Summer. It's one word. You. Uh, so, I, well, I that, think... and there is another uh, nowhere near that is a more popular song by the same name. <sighs> Poor summer camp. So, I don't know if I ever said, but uh, I don't hate the summer camp song. I think it's a yeah. It's not you know like it's not special, amazing, but, but it's fine. It's fine. Like I think yeah, the guitar riff is okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, um, I think the lyrics are ridiculously whiny. I think with the, with the joke about them at summer camp, we've just inadvertently wrote a, a Disney a Disney TV channel comedy. Comedy <laughs> to form a band at summer, summer camp. camp at uh, summer camp summer camp. Oh, yeah. the band summer camp starts a summer camp. 
Yeah, I'd be into it. That would yeah. that's totally a Disney Channel original movie at some right. point. And then when the kids get there, they have to tame and battle digital monsters. <laughs> oh man, I'd be super into that. I'd be into it. I'd go to that summer camp. I'd just be like, I know I'm 28. <laughs> yeah, you could probably get a job as a counselor. Hey, I know, I I know who summer camp the band is. So that qualifies <laughs> that me more qualified than most people. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. next on the soundtrack is the other song from O2. Yeah. Uh, which is Here We Go. It's played... I think it's probably played about as much as Run Around, but I remember Run Around first. Um, Here We Go, I think, is the one they play like every time they go to the digital world. So they point the digivice at the computer, and then Here We Go plays. To show the fact that... They're going. They are, at this moment in time, such as here going to the digital world so they're no nope, yeah. that's that's falling apart um I, I think maybe it's a better song than run around but that's just me maybe i i i think i like run around more though that's fair i i think here we go is it gets the job done but it's pretty boilerplate that's fair it seems like the kind of song you would write with a how to write a song book <laughs> yeah uh, i i can't disagree with that Chorus, verse, bridge, yes, these chords, excellent. There are four of them. But if we take our time, and we stick together, everything we do will go our way. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> if only. I know, right? That is a damn lie. Yeah. Anything that tells you how to, any kind of child advice that tells you how to succeed. <laughs> and it isn't just get lucky. Sporky? Sporky, your parents well. Sporky, yes. You quoted "Let's kick it up." Oh God! Now I feel bad. We'll we'll get to that. Let's kick it up then. (laughs) Here we go. Starts with whoa, whoa, whoa. Remember? Maybe that's the only part I remember, though. Oh, okay. Um, so this is the song notable on the soundtrack that has a minute of silence and is still only three minutes and 23 seconds. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Well, it's a pretty I mean, nothing song. Yeah. So now we're in the super secret part of the soundtrack. Should we be talking about this, Garrett? The super secret part? Oh, do, do we need a minute of silence first? <laughs> Just do that in editing. I, I could. Like, don't edit. Yeah, just like I mean, they're, they're, all of the audio programs I know definitely have an add silence button, and you just type in one minute. There's no point to waste an actual minute. I think we've just done that, right? But we've been talking, so it's not really waste That's true. now, is it? Right. Like <laughs> as long as that. people are talking when I'm listening to a podcast, I'm happy. Yeah, but if there was a minute good. of silence in the middle of a podcast, I would be mad. <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell? My thoughts. I put you on so those wouldn't get in. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm into it. So the first secret track is the the Digimon title opening thing. Which ironically is also three minutes, so it's a minute longer than Here We Go. Yeah. And that just goes Digimon. Mostly, yeah. I mean, I don't know, like the Digimon sound. The Digimon opening's good. I like it's, it. It's fine. 
Yeah, I I remember it. Digimon uh, Garlic Champions. Yeah, I mean, it's got that David Bowie thing. As someone who's whose interest in Digimon is, yeah, Shame. um, <laughs> you know, when it was on the 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 Fox Television Channel and I was young, um. I would watch it occasionally, and I do remember the song, so I think it is successful. Yeah, it's, it's definitely catchy. Because I don't remember a lot of other theme songs. As as a dub music connoisseur, this is probably middle tier of dub openings. If I were to, if I were to rank it in that in that case, um, probably probably also upper half of of four kids in general openings. No, I think I think definitely upper half of if we're just doing four kids, because four yeah. kids has some real bad ones. That's probably true, and I think most of them are in uh, One Piece. I I mean, the One Piece rap's pretty good. All right, yeah, but aren't there other songs? I seem to remember some of those being really bad. <sighs> Maybe I don't know. I I just I just remember the large amount of. Of Tokyo Mew Mew insert songs they did, and I don't know why. Yeah. Um, God, I, I'm still super into the uh, Sailor Moon soundtrack. Oh, the one that is just like Friends and the Beatles. Yep. Yeah. Into it. That's that's weird. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, Digimon Digimon theme song is pretty good. Yep. No arguments. So then, we come to the most boy band song in the album. I think this is more boy band than most boy bands. I agree. And it's pretty good. Like, if you just told me it had been performed by, like, NSYNC, I would believe you. Man, I I kind of wish it just was. <laughs> Write them an email and ask them to please record this for you. Man, don't don't tempt me with ideas like that. Or, I mean, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Or, or could we just get like the the Triad Bridge to just to just do it? Oh, that'd be really cool. But they didn't answer me when I twittered at them. Okay. So I'll, I'll try again on Patreon. That's fair. Um, Alex, do you know Change into Power? I listened to it, yeah. <laughs> you sound so sad about this. Um, I just have one question, which yeah. is change into power. What? I fucking know. It's, it's <laughs> so, not, it's so it's bad. Not, that's not like it's not a proper English sentence or <laughs> clause. I so mean, what's happening? I, like grammatically, I guess it is, but yeah, those like, words it's... don't mean a thing. Unless you're dreams. changing, like, unless something is becoming energy. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I guess you yeah. could say, like, uh, you know, a hydroelectric dam. The water, it makes the water change into power. It makes the water change no. into power. Yeah, you could say the that. The water doesn't even change there. Okay, fine. It makes the kinetic energy of the water change yeah. into power. Okay. Okay, so it's about hydroelectric dams. Interesting. Um, you know, I guess kids' shows were trying to get environmental. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and so, this is kind of the Captain Planet school. And then okay. the colors, green ideas, sleep furiously. Um, that, uh, you know, just... That's your Chomsky joke. Grossly, 
misrepresents how environmental problems work and where they come from. I mean, but like, if you think about it, like change is really just a synonym for Digivolve. <laughs> and power is a synonym for Digivolution. So you Digivolve no, into the Digievolution. I think power is just power in this uh, case. Well, I think you one, just digivolve to get more power. Well, but that would be to get more. It, this di- digivolve into power would be like if a Digimon digivolved and then turned into like an energy being. I'm sure one well, of them we'll does s- that. Does one of them do that? The, the thing is, they're turning into work divided by time. Wait, okay. No, because they're digital in the first place, so they're already power. In a sense, right? Right. The thing is that they gotta kill a lot. Hmm. Alright. I'm done with my physics jokes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Really, the thing to note is this song has an amazing breakdown in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got Where, where there's Digimon bonus. and they fight to win? Yeah. Yep. That's definitely a thing that happens in this song. Multiple times. Yeah, you really do get a sense from from the Digimon original music that if there are two things, if there are three things Digimon like, it's training, fighting, and digivolving. They do relatively little training, and and friendship. Ah, there we go. <laughs> they like friendship. I have it on good authority that it's an important thing. Oh yeah, and winning. They love winning. Yeah. So then we're going to kick it up. Yes, now your joke makes sense. Okay. So if you take your time, and we stick together... <laughs> Every lyric I quote will be accurate. Right. Exactly. Everything we do will go our way. Yeah. And if we try... I'm going to stop now. I have no doubt this situation will end and we'll enjoy... Another day. That, that, that might be my, my favorite real thumb line from that song. Uh, I like this song. That's yeah, cute. The lyrics are a little dumb, but like I'm into it kind of musically. Well, the lyrics and... of a song about... The song is explicitly about the Digimon. And yeah. I would think that the lyrics are very good. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I think there's an argument to make that the songs on the soundtrack that have lyrics about Digimon explicitly are in their arena better than the other songs because these are some these are the best song these are the best lyrics about Digimon that exist. They are on point. Yeah, like that's true. Like okay, yeah, yes, yeah, someone it's small sample size, but of that sample size, these are at the top. Eh, that's fair. Um I guess maybe some of the the Japanese songs about Digimon are better. Although those songs aren't really actually about Digimon, are they? Uh, it depends. Yeah, there's a few that explicitly mention Digimon, but not most of them. Yeah, I'm just extrapolating from what I know about anime songs and how often it just seems to be a song. There's a song in season 4 called Hyper Spirit Evolution. And that's in the Japanese version. I mean, but the best song from Frontier is the dub opening of Frontier. That's that's pretty true. Uh, like that that is just solid fact. <laughs> that's probably the best Digimon song in English there is. That's I, I would agree with that. 
Um, and so it yeah. has to compete with that insert song in the dub version of Frontier, sung by an American Idol like second placest. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Ah yes, all of the American Idols who have become such idols. I remember all of their names. A few of them went on to be successful, I guess. Yeah, like that one. Yeah, yeah, that one who appeared on Digimon that time. Yeah, like um, John Johnson, the winner of yeah, yeah, or Laura Johnson. <laughs> yeah, right. we do have Wikipedia. We could look up the names of these people. Hey. I I mean we we'd have to type that in though. There's not a link on the Digimon, the movie That's soundtrack true. page. <laughs> like I'm that fine with clicking stuff, but I did not come here to type in <laughs> names. That's fair. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not super into Let's Kick It Up. I can't I can't really tell you why. It's just not it's not one that does it for me. Yeah, it it hits my my pop song receptors appropriately that's fair yeah i mean you know it's a matter of taste clearly when you're comparing songs from the original songs from the digimon the movie soundtrack exactly um yeah that's these are the things that happen um going digital is is weirdly iconic i think yeah it's iconic because it's it's the name of this podcast. Yeah, and I, I presume that you took the basic outline for how you organized the show from the song. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. De- that definitely totally. sounds like us. <laughs> that that sounds like a smart thing we would have done. Because first we started going digital, uh, but then we went completely digital. Right. And now we're uh, invincible. Yeah. Um, mostly, go- going completely digital meant that we stopped distributing cassette tapes of our episodes, which turned <laughs> out was really expensive. Right, yeah. yeah. Just like how Digim- D- Digimon used to be Mon, and it was all on cassette tapes, and no one knew about it. Right? But, you know, that made us the most in- indie podcast. Well, yeah. the most indie podcast you've never heard of. Because well, they don't release it on anything. And I think that's just a conversation. Well, they record it. Oh, well, in that case, I do the most indie podcast um, because of all of the podcasts I have recorded that I have not released. Oh, we have plenty of those. Yeah. I'm going to put them on 8-track. I feel like we're missing a market. No, no. You really got to get vinyl. It's got that much warmer sound to it. Nah, fuck vinyl. Vinyl's for the hipsters. 8-track is a pain in the ass. 8-track really is a pain in the ass. But there's Uh, only four tracks. <laughs> I I mean, and they um, don't taste like apples. That's my eight track joke. Uh, I'm tapped out of eight track jokes at this point. Yep, that's that's about it. Um, yeah, just 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 do di- just do digital audio tape. That's like I used that for. There was actually a long period in the early 2000s where I recorded a lot of stuff on digital audio tape for some reason. I have I have some mini discs. Nice, nice. I, yeah. I will always love, I think it's like episode maybe four of uh, Cardcaptor Sakura, where Tomoyo just gives a little rant about how amazing digital videotapes are so that you can edit them. Okay, so I was, 
I think like I was in like the last year of high school and DV tapes were still like the shit. Oh yeah. yeah. No, those were they were they, they, they yeah. were a lot better. DV tapes were around for a while. Yeah. No, I it, like that they were a lot better than the um like your your high eight tapes that you had before. Yeah. Those things. The, you know, now kids today with their with their SDs and their mini SDs and their micro SDs and their mm, micro minis. Me. I have a DSLR and I'm 14. Mm-hmm. I can make movies that could technically be shown on a movie theater. You wouldn't, but you technically could. No, no, I, I get it. Uh, I, I I would be famous if I had a very lucky life. Yeah. So, how long before we get to, like, nano SD and it's just too small to even find anymore? Because I think that defeats the purpose of having removable media. media. Yeah. I mean, micro SD is already so small. It really is. I'm always worried I'm going to break this. It's, 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 it's too damn small. Like, it could have been a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, who, SD cards aren't too big. I'm... I am blown the hell away when I see a little micro SD card with like 256 gigs on it. It just makes me cry. And <laughs> I remember back to my first flash drive that was like a gig. Right? I just keep all my micro SD cards in like those regular SD card size converters so I can find them. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of people do that because it's big. Right. Uh-huh. Like, no, I, I don't want something that costs like $50 to be smaller than a postage stamp. Thank you. Postage stamp size is reasonable. Oh, I'm still angry that that Vita memory cards are ridiculously expensive. Oh yeah, I'm. Yeah, but they're the too. right size. Yeah, but they never. No, came they're the down. right size. Yeah, they are really. Yeah, God. Man, remember UMDs? <laughs> Let's just talk about UMDs while we're here. Was the Digimon movie on UMD? I don't think so. Uh, let's. It find really out. should have been. I think it. I think it was too early for UMD, and it just. I don't think it ever got a re-release. Um, maybe. Nothing on eBay. And I guess that would just be on eBay if it existed. Yeah. I mean, like, I could probably make one. Do you have a UMD burner? No, but I could could get one. Probably they have one at the the university somewhere. That seems like... But what? Why? It's a proprietary... Proprietary? I can't say words. It, it thing for the PSP. Yeah, but they have a lot of that weird stuff around, because just, like, somebody will make one in but, one of the robotics labs. But you would need blank UMDs to... Yeah, that's true. And I don't know... eBay. Well, I guess that's one of those things that either you just can't find, or if you can find, it's pretty cheap, because... Yeah, it's one or the other, and I, I would imagine you could probably find them on eBay pretty cheap these days. Well, let's find out. <laughs> All right. So, have we said what we wanted to say about going digital? Yeah. It's a pretty good podcast. Yeah, I agree. Um, So, after that, we do move on to the last song in the soundtrack. Which is a pretty weird one. Looks like you can't make blank UMDs. Hmm, that's lame. Uh, although there's one guy on the PSP mod forum saying that he made one. Okay. I should look into how difficult it would be to, to make a uh, UMD. He maker. just took a mini disc, took it apart, and then jammed it in a UMD case, and apparently... Oh, well, that, that makes sense. What? Then. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, UMDs are just straight-up mini discs. Guys, I can just make UMDs. 
Well, that's what you need to release the uh, ultra indie <laughs> podcast on. <laughs> yeah, my podcast Home only on UMDs, UMD. This only works in a modded PSP. <sighs> Man, I mean that seems almost worth doing. It'd just be so strange. Segway, segway, segway. There we go. Uh, yeah, so strange. I think is maybe maybe the best one that they wrote for the album. Mm. It's, got, it's got some real good guitar to it. I, mm, I do, I, I do kind of like it. Strange is good. Just listening to it now to remind myself which it is. And is it Stranger, Stranger? Because my copy has it called Stranger. Yeah, I think it. I think it's actually Strange. Oh. And then the copy I gave you because you're using my copy. It's Stranger. You might be right. Stranger Stranger's pretty good. I, I like I like the conflict where it's getting harder to win. Yeah. Yeah. And then it starts happening all over again, which really just that's gonna be a giant pain. Recursively getting harder to win. Which really it, it's Digimon.txt. Like that's just Digimon in a nutshell. That's true. Hmm. Do you have anything to say about Strange, Alex? Yeah. I I mixed feelings on this song. Do tell. Um I I okay, so the actual composition I think is pretty generic. Um but, you know, it's a driving guitar conflicty song, whatever. Um yeah. I have the production is interesting. Um I don't like the tone on the guitar. It's it's just so straightforward rock guitar sounding but there are some like very nice little production flourishes um between like verses and stuff um just like um some little ambient noises and like um just um and like little keyboard frills and stuff and some good good stereo mixing so i um this one was uh, wise it's pretty strong i think yeah she doesn't make it the best song by any means but it's well produced yeah so this one wasn't done by paul gordon it was no, done by jason um, radford who well, he performed it. it was written by jeremy sweet and ah right i don't the know anything about J- other, jeremy sweet and the the two uh israeli people who um i think were contractually obligated to get credit because they owned the company Ah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know anything about Jeremy Sweet. Um, let's see what we can find out about Jim Jeremy Sweet. Just checking. He doesn't have a Wikipedia page. I'm like, I'm at the end of my research abilities. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 typing him into Google. He has an IMDb. Ah. Um, <laughs> um, um, Jeremy Sweet is a very successful TV movie guy. Yeah. Like, he has, he does a lot of work uh, on a lot of different shows. Um, And, yeah, honestly. I mean, one of them is Adventures in Doggy Daycare, though. Yeah, well, I mean, he just has so many credits. Like, 
this guy must be good at his job. He gets a lot of work. Like, a lot Whoa. of... Did he do the fucking Power Rangers Time Force opening? Because the Power Rangers Time Force opening is outstanding. You know, we could change your Ace Head theme to just the life and times of Jeremy Sweet. Uh, I mean... No, because there, there's other things that have to that have to be covered. That's fair. I'm happy with the choices I made for that panel that did not get accepted. Yeah, we'll try again next year. Yeah, well, it helps yeah. if you don't submit it like way at the end. It also helps if like you submit more than just the PDF of your PowerPoint slides, which is missing the information that you're talking about. Yeah, it's not on the PowerPoint slides, but on other notes. Uh, Jeremy Sweet did compose the Power Rangers Time Force theme song. Wow. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that guy, good for him. He knows what he's doing. Uh, yep. And he gets a whole lot of work just composing for TV. So good job, Apparently. Jeremy. Yeah, good on you. All right, and now I believe it's time for rankings. Okay, We're so... start at the best song or the worst song? Uh, <sighs> do, do we have a system for doing this? Um... Not really. We should make one up on the fly. Okay, so what we need to do is divide ourselves into three pods. Each pod will split the songs into bracket. We make the songs fight each other like digital monsters. Okay. Yeah, but what happens if they can't digivolve? I want to see what... I don't know, see what All-Star Digivolves into. I mean... It's already all the stars. All-Starmon, obviously. Or possibly All-Supernova. Yeah. All-Supernova-mon. Alright, I, I guess we should just... I don't know why when you said that, that made me think of that of that boy band group from... from... Oh god, what is that Disney Channel movie name? Xena? Xenon? I... I don't Xenon know what you're talking about. With the girl from the 21st century? 22nd century? Fuck, what is this now? There was a Fox Kids show called Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. Yeah, not quite that. No, but I that just is like true. to bring that up whenever I can, because that is a crazy Because uh, Watson's show. a robot, and it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was a crazy idea for a show. <laughs> yeah, okay, right, that's totally a thing. It's Xena, girl of the 21st century, that has... Boy band superstar Protozoa and his rock band group. Was it 21st or 22nd century? It is the 21st. Okay. So from now. (laughs) Yeah. Because we're we're well into this one. Right now. Why does she have such a stupid name if she's from now? Uh, Because space. Okay. Because millennials. Yeah. Coming from space. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, let's just rank these songs. Uh, I guess we should start with... I, I feel like it's more interesting if we go best to worst. Okay. Then we have to figure out what the best is. <sighs> let's well, see. Well, let's just narrow it down. I mean, we would have to figure out what the best was anyway. That's true. <laughs> yeah, why don't, why don't each of the three of us kind of pick our, our favorite? Um, I am leaning toward probably one week. I think it's probably the best composed song. My favorite is going to be the impression that I get. Okay, that's a strong one. 
I think impression that I get is also my favorite. Well, I will cede to the votes then. Okay. Um, in which case, I would say that one week is probably second. I would agree with that. I could go with that. Okay. I'm going to make a list of songs that we've already used. That's a good idea. Yeah. I I do legitimately think All-Star is pretty up there. Yeah, no, All-Star's top half. I don't actually think that it's as bad of a song as people like to say it is. Yeah, Except for the lyrics. Those are as bad as people like to say they are. Those yeah, are really, really, like, really bad. All-Star is fine, but I like, think it's, it's, it's not... very catchy. Um, yeah. But God, those the, lyrics... The words are so dumb. Like, I didn't realize... Like, I only knew the first verse before I recorded the, that cover of it. And, <laughs> like, it gets... It gets worse. Yep. Uh, my my so, favorite like, has to be, you know, the homeless guy asked me for money, and I was just like, hey... That's a good idea. We could all use money. Bye. Or Well, no, I assumed that what he meant was that we could all use things to change. So he was playing on the double meaning of the word change. Oh, there's that too. Either way, he's just a dick to a homeless guy and bragging. Yeah, it's... uh, And he says it like it's so profound. Uh, yeah, that's Doc. Just thinking about that, is, it's Doc. It's losing a lot of points. <laughs> like, <laughs> several of... So not, not third best? Uh, mm, I'm... Uh, I feel like one of the Digimon songs could easily. Yeah, that's fair. Um, um, I mean, Kids in America is fine. Um, yeah, I think Strange could go in the third spot. I could accept that. Okay. Okay. I can go with that. Yeah, no, this seems about right, because I would agree that um, Bare Naked Ladies and Boss Tones are the two bands that I think, that I would assume to be better than songs originally written for Digimon. That's fair. Um, I'm thinking All-Star comes in next in the fourth spot, because it, it is very, very catchy. That's true. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah I can give it that. God. And then mm. I have my soft spot for nowhere near. Um, I like nowhere near. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess. I suppose. Like the lyrics are really whiny, but uh. <laughs> I mean, I think nowhere near gets points because it, it sound because the band doing it has a musical identity of some kind. It doesn't. Yeah. Like like it's like okay, I could believe that this is not the same band that did the Digimon song. Right? Yeah, that's fair. Okay, I I can I, I should, can live with that. I think they only have there. one album. I should look it up sometime. We should buy it and yeah. listen to it. And I don't think nowhere near is on it. Um they li- they have two albums looks like. Okay. Oh, they do. And then mm. uh yeah, they, it looks like some of the other people in it have uh, prolific solo careers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but um, it, yeah, they seem they, they seem, seem fine. fine. Yeah. Uh. Also, I think they have the. Um, wait, no, that's not true. Never mind. I feel like I could slot going digital in here. That's a pretty, that's a reasonably strong one. Yeah, I could do that. Or Kids in America. I could slap that in, too. Yeah, I feel like we yeah. should get Kids in America just out of the way. Because okay. it shouldn't be too low. Because it's That's fine. Fair. 
We're already at about the halfway point, so that that seems reasonable. So kids in America yeah, are kind of like, going digital. And then I'd throw in like run around, here we go. That seems fair. Yeah, those I I don't know what order to put those in. They they seem I'm thinking run around, then here we go, but it's it's pretty fungible. I agree with that order. Yeah, it's fine. Um I think they're very similar. Yeah. Um, actually, I think, I think Let's Kick It Up should maybe go above those two. Mm. Mm. Oh no. They can go after, it's, it's um, not a big deal. I, I, I can concede and we can slot it in between. That yeah, I, in between seems right to me, because, uh, yeah. That's, That's right. It. Yeah. Uh, like what a... have we got left here? Do we slot changing the power in? We have not yet. Um, do we think changing the power is better or worse than the Digibab? I think it's worse. Okay. I also think it's worse. Alright, so I'm thinking Digibab and then... Uh, we slotted Strange in already, right? Yeah, it's third. Okay. Digibab seems a little low to me, honestly. But a little bit, but it's not, I, it's it's not very enough. good. I mean, I could probably well, slot it in above Runaround. Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah, because you know what? I think it is, like, just again, you have to, you know, according to, you know, Goethe's principles of judging art, you have to ask what it was trying to do. It was trying to write a rap about Digimon, and That's it true. did that. So the Digimon rap was originally going to end every episode of season two. Oh uh, my god, I wish they did that. They they only ended up using it for, I think, the the first episode was a combined episode one and two, and they used it the once. Uh, and then in the movie later. But, yeah, that would have been, that would have been amazing to just have every week. So I think, I think the Digimon opening also needs to slide in somewhere around there, too. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Digimon opening could maybe go... I would put it right under Digirap. Alright. Yeah, I think they're too similar to not be. And we only have three left. Which what are, are the three we have left? Rockefeller Skank, uh, All My Best Friends Are Metalheads, and Spill. All My Best Friends Are Metalheads, Spill, Rockefeller Skank. I think that's fair. Not the order I would put them in, but oh yeah, what what is your order? Um, I I like Rockefeller Skank more than the other two. <laughs> um, because it's the short version. <laughs> I do kind of want to know what the long version of this song is. It's just probably I a don't. dance floor mix where they just double every fucking thing. Because like, it's already the dance floor mix. Because that's how you make a, a long dance mix of a song. You just take every segment and make it twice as long, twice as long, so people have more time to dance. Okay. It's it's pretty boring. Oh, except for like <laughs> I would, the breakdowns and stuff. You leave those the same. I could possibly I could put it above spill. But I'm sticking by my my best friends being metalheads is above those. I'd say that's fair. It's just musically a better better song, I think. 
I'm surprised how low Metalheads is on this list. I suppose my, my own my own personal unbi- my own personal bias list would be slightly different. Yeah. Um. Now Spill is the worst one. Yeah, I just, that, I, that's I just checked fair. Again. Spill is because I won't one. take the Spill. It's just the yeah. worst. I, it, that that song know, is terrible. Really, this is making me. It's making me realize how much of a like. You put Digirap in there twice. Did I? Oh, then I should fix that. Yeah. I'll get, I thought I had deleted the, the lower one. But now it's gone. And that okay. means that we have a song that's not in there somewhere. Oh. What, what's um, what's there? Oh, Hey Digimon. Oh. Best oh, song. Yeah. <laughs> Best song on the, on the thing. Um. Um. Uh, Okay, I, I assume you guys are going to want to put that in much lower than I am, but... Um, I'm thinking I could put it at the 10th spot after the Digimon theme. That that's That fine. sounds fair. Yeah, it's definitely worse than the Digimon theme. I'm not monster. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Alright. Yeah, um, seems about right. Yeah. And that'll be in the show notes for everybody. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have be, to save this to put it in the show notes. Be, be yeah, sure to write in and let us know your list. <laughs> I'd be into that, actually. Um, I would also be into it. I don't know if we'd yeah. read those on the air, but, you know, if, like... I'd read them on the air. If a bunch of people were just like, fuck you, Spill is amazing, we'd tell you you're wrong, but we'd, we'd talk about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'd talk about you it. You can even... We would have you... Go on. Just saying, you can make. We'll a even bring you on to talk about it. Yeah, that, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and if you get enough, you can make a spreadsheet that'll uh, give you various statistics. Like people who rated uh, the Digimon theme below Spill were more likely to think Kids in America was better than All Star. Oh man, do you think we could uh, we could try and get some statistical analysis on this if people want to send us their rankings? I can do statistical analysis. I. I I do. I, I I have done that for work. I have this nice. software. I have to do that for work too, but I don't actually understand what I'm doing. Yeah, that's how you start. Okay. Uh, do you start by making a, a a Google form and then having people fill it out and then having it do the math? Um, I use SPSS, but it's similar. Yeah. In, in my used... case, they just they gave me this massive blob of Perl code that supposedly does statistical analysis. So mine is functionally identical, but I still don't understand why I'm doing this math. Yeah, I mean, uh, SPSS is basically just a blob of Perl code. Yeah, yeah, Perl is bad, and I hate it. Really? I'm re- I'm really getting into Perl lately. Uh, mostly in that it's it, some of these scripts are two thousand lines long, and you just shouldn't do that in Perl. Hmm. I just like it because the text manipulation works real nice. Ah, oh, that's fair. That's fair. And also, that's most of the coding I do, so. Unless blocks are stupid. Hmm. Right. All right. We might need to admin section and end this episode if we're now just talking about <laughs> Perl. <laughs> All right. That's fair. I, I was literally reading about Perl right before this episode. Please send me a list of your favorite programming languages in order and why. Yeah. And then we'll run the statistical analysis and uh, get back to you with the results. Yeah, we will find out that Rust is everyone's favorite thing. And maybe we can sell that data, like, you can sell that to advertisers. 
Yeah. Um, hey, here's some statistical analysis about the programming languages preferred by people who listen to Digimon podcasts. Which are, I, I think, pretty likely to be programmers. Yeah. At least based on, you know, the three well, fans mean, that I know. Right, and because they grew up watching digital monsters, they would be interested in other digital things. That's why they would pick Digimon over Pokemon, because they like computers. Yeah, that's fair. Because Digimon is just and Pokemon over computers. Shots fired. <laughs> anyway. I, I, it's not saying it's better or worse, it's but computers. You can find us on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com. And we also have a Twitter, which is Going Digital Pod. And you can read and review us on iTunes. And Alex, where can people find you on the internet if they would like to? Yeah, uh, I do a poetry podcast that I promise the next episode is coming out for. It's just been a long time, but it is coming out. And I have more, I promise. Eephonepoem.com. That's in the letters E, followed by the letter E, then the word phone, then the word poem. It, we analyze poetry and make jokes. Sounds good. Yep. I need to remember to actually listen to that podcast because I keep It's hearing. fun. Yeah. Well, guys, mm-hmm. I've All had right. a really great time recording this musical special of Going Digital with Digimon Rewatch podcast, and I hope we do it again real soon. And listeners, I hope you'll join us. And until you do, keep your podcast minus Tai Chi and keep rooting, Hikari. That seems okay. like good advice. I don't know what that um, means. <laughs> the Digivolution will not be spilled. Good night, everybody. Good time, Digimon. So now what was the joke? I was supposed to put in like a minute of silence and we're supposed to say like some secret stuff? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I don't actually know what the secret stuff is though. Um. Cool. Uh, well, one's a good secret. Uh, we can each say a secret about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm having a hard time thinking of secrets about me. Yeah, I'm thinking. Um, my secret is that I have this podcast called Going Digital. That's my secret. I'm always podcasting. <laughs> I sleep on a folding couch in my office instead of in a bed with my wife. Not because of any problems we're having, but... 
she listens to Harry Potter audiobooks all night and she won't wear headphones. Oh, yeah. And I I can see that. It just got to be too much because <laughs> I don't want to sleep wearing headphones every single night. That's fair. That's fair. Yep. It's fair. You get wait for implantable headphones? Uh, like headphones. a cochlear implant, but for, for an MP3 player. Yeah, I would get that in a second. Yeah. All right, really good night, everybody. Yep, good night. Yep, good time. And stop.